Hey, I'm Slim, and I'm white. And I'm smooth, and I'm black. And we're the host of Ask a Black Guy, a podcast bridging the racial divide by exploring the thoughts that everybody has, but nobody's got the balls to say. Ask a Black Guy is sponsored by Stateside Vodka, the fastest growing craft spirit in Pennsylvania. I'm telling you right now, Stateside Vodka is the bee's knees. It's by far the best vodka I've ever had, and it's the only vodka I order anymore. Which is easy to do because now it's sold in countless bars and distributors across Pennsylvania, Delaware, New Jersey, Maryland, New Hampshire, and D.C. Now you might be asking yourself, why do you like Stateside Vodka so much, Slim? The answer is simple. It's delicious. It's distilled seven times and blended perfectly with a mineral composition from the same spectrum of electrolytes found in Gatorade. It actively hydrates you. Best of all, it's local. Stateside Vodka is headquartered right here in Old Kensington, Philadelphia. In normal times, not the end of days pandemic nonsense we live in now, they have an excellent bar, restaurant, and offer weekly tours of their distillery at 1700 North Hancock Street. Go check them out, leave a Google review, and let them know AABG sent you. If you want it delivered, they bring it right to your doorstep. You heard right, delivered to your house. All you have to do is order online at statesidevodka.com, request delivery, and as an AABG listener, enter promo code AABG10 at checkout to get 10% off your order of one liter bottles. Delivery and a discount. You're welcome. Make your order today at statesidevodka.com and use promo code AABG10 at checkout and get 10% off your order of one liter bottles. Ask a Black Guy is brought to you by Audible.com. Do you ever find yourself not reading because you just never have enough time? Do you ever see a book you want to read but don't want to buy it? Because you know you'll never sit down and read it. If you answered yes, then you're exactly like Smooth and I, along with millions of other Audible.com members. We have multiple jobs, kids, and sometimes I can't even find the time to eat during the day, let alone read a book. We get our reading on with Audible.com. I love Audible.com because it offers the gift of found time to read again. I get to listen to all the books I never have the time to read while I'm doing chores around the house, working out, or driving. Where do you think I dig up all those awesome stories about aliens and UFOs? Audible.com, that's where. Just for being an AABG listener, you can now experience Audible.com in all its glory, free for 30 days. This is an epic deal. Simply visit audibletrial.com slash askablackguy. That's audibletrial.com slash askablackguy and sign up. What do I get, you ask? You get 30 days of access to Audible's entire catalog of audiobooks, news, podcasts, guided wellness, and Audible originals you can't find anywhere else. You also get one free credit, good for any title, two if you're already a Prime member, and it's yours to keep. You'll receive a courtesy email before the trial expires. There's no gotcha trigger going on. If you want to opt out, just do it. But you won't, because you'll get hooked, just like I did, and your found time to binge the books you want to listen to is priceless. Don't waste this opportunity. Experience the joy of Audible now. Visit audibletrial.com slash askablackguy or hit the link on our website at askablackguy.com. Start your free trial, download the Audible app to your device, and start listening today.
and we're back. What's going on, man? What's going on? How are you? It's been a while, dude. It's been two weeks. Like you hey. planned it. You you literally scheduled it for two weeks out. Well, actually, the last time we recorded a show, it was like a week before we released it. Oh, this is true. And then we went, we're literally releasing tomorrow for this one. So it's like three weeks, actually. It's almost damn near a month. I miss mm. you. I don't like, I don't like not seeing you or talking to you for that long, dude. Well, I need, I need me some smooth. You can call me. You don't have to just wait for the podcast. Nah, we don't have a relationship like that. Oh, well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's how you do that. Dude, I'm pumped about today's show, though. You know why? Why? What's up? We got another racial guest. Yeah. It's fantastic. I've been waiting for this one for a while because uh, I know you got a fucking boner. You look at you. Your I eyes do. are all shining and shit. You got this shitty grin on your face. Well, we got a lot of good feedback when we had Joe the Indian dude on. Mm-hmm. And uh I think this one's gonna is gonna be just as intriguing. I have so many mm-hmm. questions. Our racial guest today, we're just gonna hop right into it, dude, because there's too much to talk about, and we only got an hour and a half before Squarespace cuts us off um why do you keep saying their name they're not they're not promoting us they're not our sponsors yeah it doesn't matter stop saying their name i'm kind of trashing them so it's not really doesn't matter it's not really a sponsorship any publicity is good publicity (laughs) anyhow our racial guest today is ed and ed ed oh yeah ed and he's chinese and uh, I, so many curiosities. Uh, we got to get to the bottom of a lot of stuff. So, Ed, welcome to Ask a Black Guy, man. Thank you, guys. Morning. What up, Ed? How's it going? So, we are, uh, we're doing this through Zoom. So, you know, apologize for the uh, lack of audio quality, but there's really no better way to do this. We're all in, uh, in different places right now. So, and it took a long time to set up. I, I woke up two hours early to <laughs> get it all set up because <laughs> I didn't want Slim making black jokes that I was going to be late like he did in the text message last night. Well, I knew it was going to happen. And it was going to happen. And I find it very fitting that we're struggling with uh, computer issues when we have our first Asian guest <laughs> <laughs> on the show. So we're I just hope he did house tech support. Yeah, we're just sitting super, there looking like idiots. Super embarrassing. Super embarrassing. Um, so... And dude, I got, I'm going to jump right into it, bro. Like go for it. Just, just like we did in episode one, ask a black guy. Uh, I, I just want to start tackling stereotypes like right out of the gate. Wait, right. well, before we can start, Ed, yeah. can I ask you a question? Go for so it. is, is Ed your real name or is that like the American name you give the idiots? God, that can't great pronounce question. The actual name. Oh, that's this. It's the second one. That's the one I picked because <laughs> nobody can pronounce my real name. Oh dude. So you got to say it. What is it? Well, no, he can't say it. Oh yeah, I guess. Off screen, off screen. Uh, yeah, we'll off screen. Yeah. <laughs> goddamn it, Slim! You just you just like throwing everybody down that goddamn rabbit hole. Like I guess on? so. I just I I you told me one one time offline, and and uh, of course I there's no way I could remember it, but it, it was impressive. I do remember it being an impressive name. So um, offline, I'm gonna ask that you spell it, and yep. then I'll try to pronounce it. Guess what I want to do? Right. Well, that, that actually, that's another question before we get into stereotypes. Like when you're spelling stuff from Chinese to English, I mean, the Chinese are characters, right? They don't necessarily, they don't represent a single letter. It, it represents a word or like an emotion, correct? It's, like, yes. 
each each character's a character, and any two characters put together can be a word. Any whether two. Or, whether or not it makes sense. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, so there's really no rules. It's the wild west of language, essentially. Pretty much. So basically, what you're telling me is you can never fail a spelling a spelling test. Like, <laughs> so I've gone to school in China. Uh, went through there. Went through sixth grade. So spelling test there is they will ask you then say like the third stroke of a character. Mm-hmm. Each character has specific strokes and there's specific rules on how to write it. You mess up the stroke, you sort of failed it. Oh shit! Really? Yes. So, so why does that why does that translate so well into Asians dominating spelling bees here? What's that about? That's just straight memorizing. That's just it's just pure pressure from your parents. Yes. Just telling you to get in and just well, get shit done. If you look at their characters and you look at our alphabet, I mean, our alphabet seems pretty fucking simple. So <laughs> so I, saying, I guess like... I would fucking characters together, right? Right. I could never do spelling bees. Yeah. So. <laughs> Damn. So of course this is going to be an ignorant stereotype, and I'm going to say it. But Go for when, it. You, when you left China at sixth grade, did they automatically put you in twelfth grade in the United States? Because you're like, because <laughs> you're just blowing everybody else away. Like. He's about to fuck, he's about to fucking graduate with honors, like you know. Uh, he's twelve. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, transition. I, I didn't fit that stereotype, mm. so I don't like math. Ugh, I can do fair. it. I don't like it. Really? Um, mm. Yeah. I have problem counting from one to eight without repeating numbers. Oh shit! So I get it <laughs> done, but when I came here, it was still sixth grade. No, all right. That's cool. What uh, give us some background. But what's uh, you know, how how did you grow up? So you so you said you you know you you went to you were in China from first through sixth grade, and then so how did you come to America? What what was the deal? So at the time, my mom was here. So education system in China is very different. So here is K through twelve. China is one through nine. Mm. Once you're out of ninth grade, you're done. You don't have to go in further. And to go from sixth grade into seventh grade, you have to test. Mm. It's almost not exactly like an SAT, but very similar to it. And if you can't get into a good middle school, you can't get into a good high school, and your chance of going to college is just shot. So educational system was easier and better here. Now, when you say good college, is is the college system set up similarly like it is here or is there not is there not as many colleges so it's much more competitive how does that work if well if you want to get into the good ones it's super competitive i mean chinese good ones you're saying yes okay i mean keep in mind there's when i left there were 1.3 billion chinese there so (laughs) population wise it's it's you got more people trying to get into a couple of the really good colleges it's like pyramid that's Mm. nuts and they have college entrance exam once a year. You mess that up. You either wait for a full year where you go to a second tier college and you pick your college before you take the exam. Oh, if you shit. miss it by a point, you don't go. Wow. And uh, if, I think it's like a week long <clears throat> exam. A week? Yep. Wow. A yeah. week, how does that how does a week long exam work? You're you're talking like you know, six, seven hours of test taking and then and then like in one subject and then you the next day is a different subject. Like all wow. I've heard was they test everything. So they test Chinese, math, 
chemistry, biology, physics, history, and wow. I don't know what else they test, but you're pretty much they're camps. They're college entrance exam camps you go to for like a month or two before the exam. And your parents, depending on where you are, if, if you're in a big city, like I grew up in Beijing, so it's a little easier. But if you're from a, a little village somewhere, you got to get your way to the, college, uh, to the city to, to take the exam. Wow. Damn. So while like little white kids in America are going to the mountains for summer camp and having fun and swimming in a lake, your ass is going to Beijing and getting schooled. Pretty much. After school. Yes. That's, that sounds like a lot of fun. And Jeez. also, school is 7 to 4. Seven to four. Oh. It's, wow, that's Jeez. just a full-time job, essentially. With, with, a, with an hour lunch. 7 to 4. Whew. Yep. All right, so knowing all that background, your, your parents decided, I'm not gonna, we're not going to risk – him not getting into college, I guess. Yeah. Is that what it was? Is that what it was? So Pretty much. You, so who comes to America? How did you, how do you come here? So, all right. We're going to go back into the eighties now. Mm-hmm. Late eighties. Grandfather got exiled out of China. In the eighties. I'm sorry to cut you off. It's absurd. So 89 grandfather got exiled out of China because the student movement in Tamman square. Mm. So oh, wow. he was in the, involved in that. He was involved. Wow. So he left, I think, not early 90s, early 1990. So your, your, your dad's involved in, in the Tenement Square situation. No, 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 my, my, grand, my grandfather. Your, your grandfather is. Uh, and what did the Chinese government do? So if they knew that you were there participating, if they found out or identified you somehow, you were exiled. Is that how, well, is that how it works? You were prosecuted or persecuted. Just for being uh, there. For being there. Okay. Remember the guy that stood in front of the, the tank. tanks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe they pulled him off the side of the road and just shot him. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. He's dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so he... Where are those pictures? How come those pictures? All you see is the guy with, you know, he's got a flower in his hand. He's standing in front of a tank. They don't mm-hmm. see him in a pile next to the tank after they just shot him. Oh, you can't find that picture in China. Mm. I, was, I was in China a little over 10 years ago. Back, back Google was still operating. You type mm-hmm. in Tamman Square in Google.cn, it's a different mm-hmm. picture than Google.com. Mm. Huh. Yeah, well, so. That's co- communist government for you. Oh, yeah. I control it all. <laughs> you got you to control the speech. All right. So, all right, go back. So, so your grandfather's there. He gets, he's exiled. So, so grandfather left, political refugee, came here. Mom came here to help out. <clears throat> and, and then 10 years later, I came here. Okay. So, so, so your mom came, your, your mom came with, with your grandfather here. Right. Because uh, he was old, so he needed some help. Gotcha. And so where were you born then? You were born in China or yep. were you born? So I was born okay. in Beijing. Okay. So well, if he, had to, if he had to come here when he was 10, it kind of. Well, uh, it sounds like there's a lot of back and forth, you know? I don't know. <clears throat> no, no. Yeah. He pretty much laid it out for you. Okay. You got some big ass ears. You need to work on using them. No, it's all just, right. it's just math. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So you're, so you come over and your dad stays, your dad. Right. Okay. So he's still in China mm-hmm. to this day. Yep. Okay. 
mom comes over here mm-hmm. and, and so how does all that unfold she gets remarried if parents divorce you're mm-hmm. not really going to keep a relationship across continent for that yeah. long very difficult yeah so mom remarries stepfather's white it's a professor okay. at a university interesting uh dad remarries of course. <clears throat> stepmom is asian naturally um so yeah okay that's the family dynamic all right so you've got so you basically when you came he you know by the time you're here you you grew up in white culture like that was your it was basically your existence no or no it was i mean it was asian culture it was asian culture i had even though even though your mom even though your stepdad was was white but i never met him until i came here Ah, okay. So you weren't here by the time she remarried. You were still over in China. I was still over there, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm following you now. All right. So you come over here, you meet him for the first time mm-hmm. when she brings you over. Right. Okay. So, and how old are you then? So you come over when so you're sixth grade. What are you, 12? 12. Yeah. Interesting. And you remember that? It's kind of scary. 12 years old? Mm. Like, did you come over by yourself? Like, were you on a plane by yourself? No, my mom flew back. Okay, so she picked you up and then yeah. brought you back. Okay. Wow. Fascinating. When you came over, did you look at him like, who the fuck is this dude? No. <laughs> I mean, right. I, uh, I mean, having lived in Beijing, there were foreigners around, but it's not uh-huh. a whole lot. So, I mean, there's plenty of American movies and whatnot. So, I, kn- I know what people what Let me ask you a question. like. How old were you when you saw your first black guy? <laughs> Does NBA remember count? that? No, I mean like in person. In person. Like, did you ever was like, oh, uh, you probably like, oh, fuck under ten? Fuck it. Oh. I mean, there. I mean, there's foreigners and tourists in China, so and, and oh. Beijing is a big tourist city too. Well, there goes that stereotype. I, was <laughs> like, oh, I, was, I thought it was gonna be a little more excitement than that. Because like, oh, <laughs> like, oh. uh, Slim damn near shit itself when he saw his first black guy in the elevator. I was two. I was two. Mm. You know, it, I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. what can i say um all right so you're here did you did you know english at this point did you were you learning english i was learning you were learning um you hop right into what sixth grade yep here mm-hmm. so sixth grade in china and you hopped over to sixth grade here in america right is it did you feel like you were farther ahead did you feel well no because i had no idea what the hell was going on because I can barely understand anybody. Really? So yeah. you were just, you were thrown to the wolves. You came here and that was it. It was, it was a complete immersion, right? Yes. Obviously. Full uh, immersion. Math was easy. Right. Uh, That's numbers. That's numbers, yeah. right? Again. I mean, we memorized multiplication tables, not like common core where you count boxes now. Right. Yeah, that's just wow. My daughter asked me to help her with a homework. I'm looking like the answer is 32. She's like, no, dad, you can't do this. You got to go boop, 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 boop. It's like 36 fucking steps to get to this one answer. I'm like, what's the point? Just memorize it. Why are you not memorizing times tables anymore? I I, I just had that argument with my daughter. Not argument, but it was just ridiculous. Like, you have to memorize this shit. Otherwise, it takes you 10 minutes to solve seven times four. It's absurd. I had that issue with my so my sis my step my half sister, mm-hmm. she's thirteen years younger mm-hmm. than me. So she was doing math homework in elementary school. I'm in college. Mm-hmm. I was I was studying engineering. Mm-hmm. And my stepfather's mm-hmm. an engineer too. So we're looking at our problem. And go, what is this? Yeah. Like, I think it was like ten times 
13. Took her five minutes to count boxes. It's absurd. It's preposterous. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. So how old are you? Uh, just to give people an idea, you know. So I'm in my early 30s. Okay. Nice. I like the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at me, you think I'm 18. Yeah, you, Asians, you, do, you do look young. Asians don't age. Yeah, well, uh, like that's like black folks. That's another yeah. That's another stereotype. Like Asians definitely look no. good in into old age for but sure. If you want, yeah, but you want to know who like lives the longest? People automatically think Asians. Like Asians live like Japanese. Yeah, that's forever. Yeah, J- J- yeah. Japanese are are notorious for that, right? Don't they have like the longest lifespan? I think the that's oldest so crazy. like twenty. It's it's out of control, dude. What? There's an Okinawa yeah. woman. I think I think it's hundred twenty. Don't quote me on the age. That's, that's up there. I wonder that if you're gnarly. still like you're 120. Like, when do you stop banging chicks? Because like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let that ride until. Well, it's got to be like, I mean, when injury is is probably gonna happen. I mean, that's probably when you gotta stop, right? Like, mm, really? I mean, you can't if you're gonna shatter a hip. Like, is it worth it? I don't know. Uh, is it? I don't know. Is it? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> and that's all the saggy skin. It's like, yeah, oh, uh, yes. that's not my problem. <laughs> that's, that's not my problem. That's yeah. Smooth can look right past that. That's not a problem at all. No, I'm not. No, if I'm 110, <laughs> I'm not banging something that's 100 years old. I'm going for. It. Oh, you're gonna go for a 20 year old? Is yeah. that what's gonna happen? Oh, okay. Well, let's right. let's not be a pervert. About it. Like, <laughs> at least 30. You son of if a you bitch. can make it work, more powers to you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, there are girls that are like mature guys. Of course. Of course. Like, oh, here's my boyfriend. Like, 140 years old. Debbie, Debbie brings the urn to Thanksgiving. <laughs> 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 All right. So, growing up, did you like all the stereotypes that surround Asians? Okay. Um, I mean, let's, we could rattle off a few, right? Like, we got, uh, Terrible drivers. That's uh-huh. a classic one. Um, uh, you know, the, 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 you're great at math, you know, spelling bees, chemistry, science, that kind of stuff. You're just a, overall, you know, academically uh, superior, right? Which isn't a terrible stereotype. Wish I had that stereotype. Oh, so, so, it's, <laughs> it's actually awful. Really? I think that academic superior stereotype is really bad because you tend not to ask questions. Because people assume you know everything. Yeah. So I see it as, as a hindrance. Really? Yes. So you, so you, while in school, that kind of psyche was going through your head, that thought process where if I, like, you were afraid to raise your hand and ask a question because, because of that stereotype, the pressure that stereotype put on you. Yeah, I had that, it was eighth grade algebra class. Yeah. So I, like, at the time, middle school, everyone if you were in algebra, you did well in math. So all my classmates were like, oh, you must know this. You must know that. I'm like, no. But the, so I put in extra time after school to, to figure it out. And then I said, why am I doing Damn. this? Let me just ask the teacher in the class. Mm. I would have never thought that. I would have thought that, you know, that would have been like a great stereotype to have. It's like when they were like, black dudes got big dicks. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, great stereotype. Yeah. It's, <laughs> stereotype. It's great like, to keep the stereotype to play it up, but then it's to uh-huh. like academically ex- where everything writes on it. It's like, all right, now I'm gonna have to put in extra work outside the class, so you still think I'm smart. Well, Damn. that's true. It actually smooth. It's the same thing, right? Like 
there's a lot of disappointment involved. Like if you're not academically superior, then it could be very disappointing to the person that expects that. Just as if you're I see a black, exactly what you're trying to if do. You're a white, if, if you you're took too long chick, to try to wrap it around, let's try. You took too long trying to get it together. No, I didn't. If yes, you're you a did. white chick, if you're a white chick, and you're trying to, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go bag a black dude, right? Because mm-hmm. he he's got a giant dick. Well, guess what? Take off those pants. It could be a tiny dick. The disappointment in her face must just be horrendous. When you expect a full on, you end up getting two inches. It's like, uh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> From the ground. <laughs> um, I would know. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> you don't know about that disappointment. Is what you're saying? <laughs> no. I'm just saying, you know. <clears throat> Next topic. Uh, um, all right. So we got bad driving, all that stuff. When you were growing up, like other than the academic superiority, we, we, we touched on that. Is there anything else? Like, did you experience racism? Did you experience, uh, did people make fun of you for being Asian or did you, did you, did you have any of that or was it pretty? I mean, the typical know, Asian accents, which mm-hmm. I cannot do. Mm-hmm. Really? I cannot do an Asian accent. So you got to try it. Now, now I got to so hear it. My step, hear. Here's what happened. <laughs> when I first came here, because my stepfather was a professor at a college. He had so many Asian graduate students. He took a vow to make sure I will never have those Asian accents on the regular. Oh. He used to charge me a quarter per accent he can pick up. Really? Yep. Yeah, because you do not have an accent at all. Like, if I was talking to you on the phone. Give me a couple of beers. I'm, you might pick up a little bit. Really? A little bit. I can do a better... Irish accent drunk than Asian. <laughs> Do it. You gotta go. I gotta hear. I gotta, your, you gotta, gotta, gotta give me Asian accent. We'll we'll <laughs> hang out when, when this go whole get a, go co- get a drink when the COVID's <laughs> done. We'll hang out at a bar. We'll drink. All right. I gotta hear that. I'm all about it. That's funny. So, how did you feel about that? Like him, kind of want to. I want to say wash the accent out of you, but like try to like. I guess can I say Americanize you? So, I mean, I was 12, so I didn't really care too much, and. The other things, Chinese want to assimilate as much as we want to stay in our own groups. And right. I mean, I saw his point mm-hmm. that, you know, you don't want to, as soon as you, are, you start speaking, you sound like an Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, right. it's, it's hard to understand Asians with thick Asian accents. It's tough. I, it can be tough. I go to Chinatown and if I'm dealing with a Cantonese speaker, which I don't understand, I speak Mandarin. They can speak Mandarin. Yeah, they understand me. Yeah, but I can't understand them, and I start speaking in English. If I if they start speaking in English, mm-hmm. I have a hard time understanding them. So you can understand, but if they speak Cantonese, can you pick that up? I can guesstimate about like half. Okay, so it's really that dialect is a lot different. Yes. Okay. So when where I used to work, we used to get a lot of uh, Asian people come through, mm-hmm. and majority of them always spoke Mandarin. And every time you and we learned a few, you know, Shisha. Uh huh. Thank you. Know, you. Like, we learned a few things to say. You know what I mean to communicate. <laughs> right. But when we Cantonese speakers, they're looking at us like, "What the what the fuck?" Okay. So like, I, I know a couple like commands right. to give for you know what I mean. So, and I'm gonna practice it with you because Go for I get it. to use the stuff. Ni hao. Okay, there's a hello. Pi dai sobiao. Chang pao yingbi. 
Are you, are you saying don't wear a watch? Yeah. Okay. I had take to take it off. Like, why would you do that? Take so, off your watch. <laughs> I, I picked up a couple of characters in there, and that's how I guessed it. Oh. So the issue with giving commands in in Chinese uh-huh. from non-Chinese speakers is there's no context, and uh-huh. if your inflection's wrong, you're mm-hmm. saying some, something completely different. So oh, it, shit. a lot of of what uh, somebody understands what you're saying is based on inflection in China in Chinese tonal and context. Mm. Oh shit! So I'm gonna get punched. Very in my complicated. Throat. Yeah. Somebody's gonna punch me in the face then. Like, oh, how well? How well does the uh, English to Chinese uh, translator work on iPhone? Is that pretty good? I don't have an iPhone. Hmm. Oh, you're Android guy? Yeah. Wow. I just I just got an iPhone for the first time in my life. I was always Android, and uh, I was messing around with that. I was messing around with the different languages and stuff, and I was curious as to how well that works, especially with inflection, because. The iPhone doesn't have an inflection. It's a robotic voice. You right. Know? So it could be very confusing if, if it's based on that. But you'll but get by. The, I mean, the context will get, will, will, will get, get you through. Right. Mm. Interesting. Also, Smooth, I have no idea why you know that. Why do you have that in your, in your head? Take off your watch. Head. Is somebody like trying to fist you or something? Like, why would no, you take it off was, a watch? What is it? What's no, it was, it was, I was, I, I told you I worked with a lot of, I had worked with a lot of Asian people at one time. And, <laughs> Hello, please take off your watch. Like, what, <laughs> what is that? So you are actually, what you said was a suggestive term, a uh, phrase of don't wear your watch. You mm-hmm. didn't say take your watch off. Mm-hmm. Ah. So, well, that's what I was saying for years and people were taking their shit off. <laughs> hey, if that works, go for it. But if you're this well, big, I mean, you're the big imposing guy. <laughs> you give them a suggestion, they're going to do it. Well, it was it was also like you said, like I was out of context. It was like the environment that we were in, right. the things mm-hmm. that they were already expecting, and then I'm just trying to communicate a little bit. Well, you they wanted know. to take, didn't they want to take pictures with you a lot? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. A lot of, <laughs> there's not a, there's not a whole lot of black black people in China. Mm-hmm. Depending <laughs> on where they're from, if you're white, if you have a big beard, mm-hmm. well, if you don't look like them, they'll take a picture with you. Nice. Yeah, yeah we had that, this uh, that we and had squirrels. This, we had this black yes. lady one time at work and uh, this, this large Asian group came through and one of the ladies was so fascinated with her that she walks up and starts touching her hair. Yes, that's normal. <laughs> and, and the, the chick normal. freaks out like, the chick freaks out like, what the fuck mm-hmm. are you doing? Like, and the other lady's like, what the fuck? What's wrong with you? Let me touch your hair. Like, let me touch your hair. Like, chill out. It's, <laughs> it's like, it's almost like a petting zoo. Yeah, it's wild. Everybody's up for grabs. It was wild. Yeah, there's the I, the concept of personal space doesn't exist in China. No, no I mean either. there's so many people there. You're you're just squeezing through. Mm. Um, I was in China after I graduated college with a friend of mine. He's Lebanese, big mm. beard. I mean, people were just coming up, to, not even asking to kind of touch your beard, just coming up, stroking the beard, <laughs> and asking to take pictures. That's crazy. Does he? Did he pick up chicks like that? Did the chicks do it? Like, oh, yeah. I don't know if he ended up with any. Um, mm-hmm. Damn. So, well, touch my beard is gonna cost you, lady. Like, <laughs> you gotta work that out. Like, you can touch the beard; it's gonna cost you. Like, where, where is your beard? Where you... I shaved where it off. It? I had to. I had to shave it. I had to, some business to take care of, so I had to be, you know, professional. 
Mm-hmm. Now I'm growing it back because now I feel like I got this butt naked ass baby face. So I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> and cold. I'm breaking out from shaving. Yeah, uh, and I'm breaking out from shaving. So you know, I hate that shit. So, so oh, what's the fascination with squirrels? Because that's definitely a thing. They don't exist in China. So no shit, just, y'all don't have squirrels. No squirrels. What? Uh, why is that so amazing to me? Like, <laughs> well, it's weird. Like, they, I've never seen. I mean, they any Asian group that comes through. Uh, and you could tell they're tourists from you know from a mile away, fascinated with squirrels. I mean, they will chase them down. And, so there's and no squirrels. Them. There's no squirrels in China. No squirrels. Well, especially in big city, because I've never seen a squirrel or a wild rabbit until I came to the U.S. Hmm. Wow, a wild rabbit too? Yep. Huh? No rabbits. No rabbits. No squirrels. Birds were even diminishing when I was growing up there, so you don't see mm-hmm. a lot of birds. So you're saying in Beijing, in like the big cities, because it's so polluted, I guess, there's no it's habitat. So ur- it's urbanized. Yeah, so there's just nothing there. As, as hey, far as, hey like, do me a favor. Keep your, your white mentality out of it. He didn't say shit about it being polluted. He just said it was a lot of people. It's urbanized. Why got to be polluted? Um, was it extremely polluted there? Not since COVID. <laughs> so, so good. It, so it, good was. It, it was very polluted. I was back there. <laughs> December of 2011, went for a quick run, about a mile, came back with upper respiratory infection. Yeah, Holy I, no yeah. shit. Yeah, it's, I, I think Beijing is the number one or what, or maybe next to Mexico City now as the poorest air quality in the world. It's, especially in the winter. Yeah, am I, am I right or wrong about that? Is that, does that I, sound well, I don't know, but it's up there. I, I read an article years ago about that. I think Mexico City might be, might have overtaken it, but. Um, that is wow. Yeah. Well, so. Beijing, because it gets so cold and heat is, is district provided and it's all coal furnace. Wow. It's still cold. They're still burning coal in individual I'm, homes there. No, no, no. So oh. they're burning coal at a district center that's heating up. That's, that's steam. provides the heat. Yes. It's all steam. Which is heat. all steam. Okay. Um, I mean, all the infrastructures were built 50s, 60s, 70s. Wow. And regulation there isn't. Well, they have regulations, but you can skirt it. So it's cold there. See, I th- always thought of Beijing as being very hot. Um, maybe my geography is wrong on that. So, so it gets cold there. Yeah. Beijing is about where New Haven sits. Oh, okay. So it has regular seasons. It's got it's got all four seasons. Yes. Okay. I, for some nice. reason, I thought it was more tropical, more, uh, you know, closer to the equator. You might be thinking that. Hong Kong. That's That's probably what it is. Yeah. So I'm so stupid. Because white people. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You knew. So let me, uh, you, you you knew smooth. <laughs> ah, I forgot about that. Yeah, well, you know, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to brag. So you know, I let it be. Uh, hey, let me ask you about dating. Like, okay. what's what's dating like? Like, how's dating? Well, I, I was gonna say in China, but you obviously didn't date in China at ten, or maybe you did. Maybe it was the man. Maybe it was not going down. Maybe it was not going down. Yeah, like, nah, not as like, open as the U.S. would be. No, no yeah, dating. So, how is it? Like, what are you like? Give me your thoughts. What's going on over here? Like, how's dating life? Like, what yeah. what do you find? You're not you're not married, right? You're not nope. married right now. So, never dated an Asian girl. No. Nope. Really? Nope. Never. That's funny because well, let's, let's dive into that. Like, right. what, why? Why is that? Is that is that on purpose? Is it because uh, you know, or is it just the, the way it's unfolded? So, I was a swimmer. All right. Not a whole lot of Asian swimmers, at least when I was there. I mean, there. Uh, I feel your pain, bro. There's a lot more Asian swimmers <laughs> now. Um, well, at least Asian 
female swimmers back when I swam. Mm. Um, at my school at the time, in high school, there's only about 12 of us, 12 Asians there. Where, where'd you go to high school? South Brunswick. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And I was in a, and it's interestingly enough, my major in college, I also had chemical engineering. There were maybe three Asian girls in, in the class. Hmm. So, and I really didn't stick with the Asian crowd. So yeah. it was. Uh. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. Nope. No. Ed, you ever did a black chick? No. Damn it. So, so they had a European chicks and white girls. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, growing up, like I've always wanted to date an Asian chick. It was definitely on my bucket. Okay. List. Always. And I finally did. It was. It was good. It was nice. But that was on my bucket list. And okay. now I got like, so it was only two on my bucket list. One was an Asian, the other was a midget. And I got I knocked the Asian out. <laughs> Actually, I got the little person to do. Oh. I'm going to find me. <laughs> gotta get I'm on. not joking. I'm being serious. I'm going to find me. You got to gotta reach gonna out. I'm going to find me a midget. You got to reach out I'm to the show, Little People. No, I don't want it on TV. I just, <laughs> just want to do what I got to do and get the hell out of there. <laughs> so are we talking like dwarfs or just really short? I mean, at this point, it doesn't really matter. Like I'm anybody 40, under so. 4'10 is technically. No, no, no. No, no. I want a, I want a legit midget. Okay. Like, legit. Oh, can I say midget? I probably can't say midget, right? Is it? Well, I, I want a legit little person, like not like an adult. I want an adult, legal, like <laughs> little. Because now you got to be careful. Because I don't want to yeah. say it, and it's like, like I want a midget, a midget. I want to bang a midget. Put it out there. It is what it is. So, I put the feelers out there. There. So, oh, that's funny, man. So, what? What about your parents? What do your parents say? Like, is is your is your father involved? Like, you dating? Do they hound you? Does your mom hound you? Like, what, what's nobody hounds me. Nice. So my, my dad just goes, whatever makes you happy, don't do anything stupid. There you go. So. So f- f- from stories that I've heard, now granted they're a little bit on the extreme side, uh, lots and lots of gold diggers, especially mm. getting married in China. Funny, funny. So, and this is a true story. I'm, I'm not going to say no names because they'll probably, I won't get sued. But my friend in college, uh, he was dating this Asian girl. And I don't know if she was Chinese or not. Uh, but her parents met him and they didn't like him. Like, they didn't like mm. him at all. He was black. He was black. He played football. They didn't like him at all. Um, then he goes to the NFL, signs a big contract, and now okay. they're like, "Oh, welcome to the family. Come over to the dinner and all this other shit like that." And they're still together to this day. And I and I was in college in what two thousand? Uh, 
Maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, I can say I can say the, the year, right? Because yeah. So well, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't graduate. But yeah, I was there like oh two to oh four, and then that's when you know oh five and oh six is when I saw it. But like yeah, um, and that's funny because when you say gold diggers, I'm not saying she was, but I'm just saying that the way the parents reacted was kind of like. Well, oh, see now. well, here's the other thing. Asians get very racial, and we yeah. make fun of each other on for their colors. Like the northern Asians <laughs> will make fun of the southern Asians because they're darker. See, that's yeah, see, that's an interracial, inter, inter race, not racism, but inter race racial recognition. It's, I guess. You, I mean, you could be the same thing. You could be the same ethnic Han, but if you if you once born in northern China. Versus mm-hmm. one, say, somewhere born in Hong Kong. Their color is totally different. And now in Asian culture, if you're white, that means you're wealthier because you're not working the field. So uh-huh. there's always the, the perception of Asian needs to, be, re, needs to remain like very pale or remain mm. white. Like that's, I think, still goes on till today. You won't see a lot of Asian women tan, especially the ones that are born there. See, that's crazy because. Yes. See, that's, yes, that's, that's Damn, when I say crazy. they're. That's when you know they're fobs. Fobs? Wait, wait, wait. What, what's a fob? Fresh off the boat. Fresh off the bizzo. That's. Yes. You can, if I see an Asian with an umbrella, I know they're not from here. That's funny because that's what, that's what. In, in black culture, it's the same way. It used to be like that. Like, it used to be if you were light skinned, that means you were a house slave, and if you were dark skinned, that means you were in a field. Okay. And that, that, that little, um, I guess I want to say, uh, friction. Went, yeah, it went throughout generation and generation and generations. Even in the eighties, it was big. Where like chicks were like beating up light skinned chicks and scratching, their, yeah. like, cutting their face and shit like that because they they felt like. Light skinned girls felt like they were better than dark skinned girls. Light skinned people thought they were better than dark skinned people. Like it was, it was wow, that's crazy. That's in the Asian race. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought twice about that. Oh, well, I mean, a lot of it, it's not done in malice. It's just they say what they say. Right. So, like, I was in, yes, I was in China two years ago. My grandma was 98. All right. So mm-hmm. I used to be very pale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to be s- slim pale. Or a paler, but I, Oof, I, I yeah, I because I run outside so much, I'm dark. So I go back there. My grandmother looks at me. She goes, "You're you look like an Indian because just how dark I am." Mm-hmm. I didn't think, of it. but but when I stood next to my dad and I looked at the picture, I go, "Holy shit!" Mm. It was night. It was literally night and day. I was so dark. Wow. No, she just said it she, because that's there's there's no malice done with it. It's just well, that's the that's the only reference I have is right. you're you're like an Indian. You're dark. Oh, wow. So with with like are, so, how is it with dating other races? Like, if you date a black person and take them back home, are they gonna like chop right. your balls off? Like, I can't believe you did that. Like, I don't think so. I mean, it's come a long way and. Mm-hmm. It's it depends on the family. Like my parents mm-hmm. don't really care. Right. That's wild. So I mean, I dated a girl back in college. There were 
Italian. Mm-hmm. Granted, I was the first boyfriend. The dad didn't like me. I wasn't mm-hmm. Italian. I wasn't Catholic. Took him a while to warm up to the point, to the fact that, okay, you're a chemical engineer. You have, I guess you have good earning potential. Mm. I'm not just, you know, potential screw up. Wow. That's so wild, man. I mean, being the first boyfriend doesn't really help. You got to get through that hurdle. <laughs> you should be like, don't worry about it, Tony. Trust me. I'm not the first. <laughs> <laughs> it just kept going. <laughs> right. I mean, there's, there's definitely tension now just because China's position, but like on a person to person level, not really, nobody really cares all that much. I mean, there's so many tourists in China that unlike even when I was growing up, seeing a foreigner is is a rare thing. Um, Mm. I mean, you see Koreans, you see Japanese because they're so close. They they come in, um, but nobody really has issues with with anybody else. Mm. I don't care. Now, if, if if somebody in China gets confused as Japanese, they may they may har- harbor some hate just because it's Japan. It was the war. Mm-hmm. So, so let me ask you this. Yeah, this is completely off subject, but this just came to my mind. Okay. And not just because you're Chinese. Well, yeah, because you're Chinese and because you've been in China and now you're in the United States. What do you think about American Chinese food? I don't really eat it. Oh, it's really. I mean, I can eat it if the push comes to shove. Mm-hmm. Um, I do make it better. Um, now, there are good, like, all right, Philly, Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Plenty of good Chinese restaurants, but a lot of like the mm-hmm. typical sweet and sour stuff, it's just too sweet for me. Mm. All right. So my favorite knife and race. Yeah, we got to go back there again. Wait, where'd you go? Where was that? Canto House. Canto House. I'm gonna write that down. Uh, I got. I'll go uh, back there again. Yeah, we need to go. So my favorite Chinese food, and uh, this is probably sound bad when I say it all. It's a uh, uh, egg <laughs> that's, not, that's Chinese. not Chinese. That's not Chinese. That's not Chinese. What is that? That was made in San Francisco. What? Is that? <laughs> what? Egg, egg foo young and, and fortune, and fortune, fortune cookies, cookies are American. Suck, bro. I hate fortune what? cookies. Wait, 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 wait. I've been, I've been like shoveling this shit for years. I mean, buckets of egg foo young. Years. That's not Chinese. It's made by a Chinese guy, but it's made yeah. in San Francisco. You're racist, dude. Wow. No, I'm not racist because it's served at a Chinese restaurant. And it's... That's so wow. racist. Wow. 
my mind, you just changed my world. That blew we your had mind. this whole conversation. And that, <laughs> that is what that is what should, I got to look out the window. Fuck. Will you say Young you is not Chinese? No. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's delicious, but it's, uh, I, interesting. What? I mean, it's oh. it's it stems from a recipe from China, but egg foo young is what's the really best American. what's the best dish you make? Wow, hmm. it depends. So Chinese cuisine divides into eight different sections because of the location and each well eight different styles. Each style has its own style sub styles. I'm from the north, so I'm. Mm-hmm. I cook northern Chinese food. Um, I haven't made braised pork in a while, good. but I can do that. That sounds good. Yeah. If you make that, yeah, you, let us know. you want somebody to test it, okay. you let me know. Will do. I'm more than willing. I don't do this for everybody, but for you. <laughs> you know what I have had some of yours? I'll bring some bread. In. And your bread, your bread is fucking delicious. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Thank you. I got a loaf. So you make your own bread? Yeah, I jumped on the sourdough bandwagon. Nice. I actually, I, right I before the taping of the nice. show, you got your starter. My Everything's ready to go. Do you oh, know what? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, the show I've been watching is, um, is Chef on oh, nice. uh, Netflix. It's, it's John Favreau, uh, Favreau. Okay. And he, he did a movie called Chef, mm-hmm. which was a really mm-hmm. good yep. movie. If you haven't watched it, highly recommend it. Great movie. He he, so I he saw did a show the, I saw the movie. He, the guy who trained him for the movie, I think his name's Kim Chi, um, is a professional chef. They became good friends and then they started doing the show where they travel around to different restaurants and they talk about okay. Wolfgang Puck and, and and he sits there and makes dishes. And one of the things that he's really into is sourdough bread. And I was just watching that episode last night. It was thinking of you because uh okay. I didn't get the well, if you want if you want some yeah, sourdough, I just don't know if I have the time. It's it's a you know, it's a process. It's- well, I haven't. You baked. always claim you don't have no, time no, for no, anything. Don't, you, yeah, you, don't you don't do, do shit. I haven't yeah, baked in two time. and a half weeks. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't run this podcast at all. Don't do You're shit. Right. You always got time. <laughs> you got time. You got plenty of time. Nah, you don't need that much time with it. I haven't touched my sourdough starting two and a half in weeks. Fridge. I just fed it two days ago. And you just feed it. Give it a little water. Give yep. it a little salt. Right? What do you? What do you? No salt. Flour and water. No salt. Flour and water. Right? Is that what happens? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. No, salt retards it. Anyhow. Mm. I mean, the starter is as far west as L.A. and as far <laughs> really? south as You said just sending it right out. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Well, I have friends that asked for it. What about a... Uh, oh, wow. What about that's Chinese booze? What, what, yeah, what's, what's, what's like... What, what do Chinese people drink? What is this? So... I've had one real bad experience with when I was little. So hmm. there's no drinking age in really? China. Oh, okay. Unlike the U.S., there's no drinking age. Like at, at 16, somebody can mm-hmm. sell, try to sell you beer. Now, the traditional like Chinese what? stuff. What, what is traditional have. Chinese stuff? I had it. Like from rice? It's hard grain liquor. From, from rice, okay. wheat, rye, any grain. And it's it's almost like vodka color. It's clear. Whoa. So it just jacks you up. Mm. 
Oh yeah, I had a taste of it when I was little. When da- my dad was drinking, <laughs> like I, just I from the just from the one sip. Up. So I won't touch that stuff. <laughs> no, one dab. So it's like Chinese moonshine, essentially. Like three or four. It's the equivalent oh, of moonshine. Yeah. In China. yeah. Hmm. That's gnarly. Mm-hmm. So what's the drink over there? Jeez. Like, what are most people? What's it called? If you is it a name? So, the expensive ones, uh, Maltai, they can go for easily two, three thousand okay. dollars a bottle. There, there were. Wow. I remember there were counterfeits out. of those. Yeah. Then again, it's counter counterfeit everything. Chinese, <laughs> Huge counterfeit industry. <laughs> yeah. They, Super oh, Bowl, yeah. dude. There's um, some. You know, there's crazy. some counterfeit Super Bowl shirts going down right now, and whatever the loot. Whatever the losing team is, they're going to be, you're going oh, to see absolutely. them on like little African kids over somewhere. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, gonna... it's not, it, it, those aren't oh, counterfeits. They just fell off the back of the truck. <laughs> it's yeah. all made there anyway. It's, it's not the, the only difference. On. Yeah. We'll figure, right? Right. Damn. That's legit. You jealous of counterfeiting now. or booze? Maybe I can, never mind. <laughs> you want to counterfeit? Both. Like I want the I want the alcohol and I don't want the three thousand dollar. Don't worry, bottle. I drink scotch. I can't drink the Chinese liquor. Oh well, good. Then I don't feel bad. Then fuck it. But I definitely want to no. try it. I'm not spending three grand for a bottle though. Yeah, uh, I'm not that guy. I'm a nine to five individual, so so that's not going to work. You know, I I can speak for white people here. We generally have a hard time differentiating between differentiating between we bet you can Asian cultures. Like that's that that's very difficult. Wait, stop, 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 stop. White people have a hard time differentiating between anything other than white. That's it. If, if you're Asian, you're Asian. Doesn't matter if you're Chinese, mm-hmm. Japanese, whatever. If you're black, doesn't matter if you're Jamaican, African, you're black. If you're Latino yeah. or Spanish, well, that's why Asian, Asian. That's why the word Asian exists. Them, that's just, why the word black yeah, exists. Because I don't. So we don't have to differentiate specifically where you're from. You know, that's why that. That's why that happens. Oh, it makes it much easier. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so what would yeah, be okay. so sure. like Mongolia for instance sure, they, they would be considered are they darker in skin? Right. Because because they're out they've you know they're they lighter. I think they're I don't I've not met a hmm. okay. native Mongolian person. I've okay. I've met Mongolian blood people. Just I mean they they look like Asians. I mean you really have to live in say in China. You have to live there for a while to to be able to tell what province somebody's from. Mm. Um, but but now it's getting harder. Migration is so anyway. common; you can't tell. Hmm. It's harder and harder to tell. I mean, mm. to I think even while I was little, all white people look the same, all black people look the same, all Indian people look the same, everybody <laughs> looked the same. But interesting, Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> um so is it hard to like travel like neighboring countries is it hard to go back and forth between china and and neighboring countries is it or is access pretty easy like could you just drive a car across the border uh i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know i've never done it i didn't travel so when i grew up okay. traveling wasn't that so that's more of a recent thing, thing people traveling that's hmm. yes that's a very traveling 2000 so what are the craziest, what are the craziest stereotypes that you've heard? 
craziest what stereotype? about dogs not yeah. really because i dogs. anybody who knows me what, yeah, yeah you eat dogs and cats and stuff like that is that is there any truth to that i mean china's really? been really so that was a thing that's a real dogs. thing i mean like they're used to oh yeah it's an absolute thing hmm. i mean if you minus the cute mm-hmm. fluffy pet nature of a dog what's the difference between pork beef and dog meat if you just presented if you had slab dog. of meat you can't tell the difference what's the is there a taste that's yes <laughs> let me all right so i was about 10 my dad bought it it was pre-packaged i didn't know what uh-huh. it was it was just meat and i tasted it and my after dad told fact. me it was dog meat. after the fact that, did you notice was it like after the fact how did it taste was it did it taste like chicken did it taste like what do we i mean it tasted like whatever it was cooked with it was i think it was like uh right this is like spicy so it didn't matter so i really yeah. can't tell it's dog i wonder no what was the texture it was the texture like uh i don't was it chewy I mean, was it I mean, so what, long uh, ago i don't remember maybe did they do it out of necessity mm. because was there like a lot of feral dogs and they were just like whacking these feral dogs and then cooking them up it, or was they was there actual farms where they had dogs and it, then to raise specifically for meat in the hmm. in the old days it was out of necessity Okay. It was out of necessity. It was out of hatred. Only rich mm. people had dogs, and rich people always send dogs out to you know chase after <laughs> the poor people. <laughs> That's messed up. Oh shit! Yes. Right. You had to have extra food to feed the dogs, um, and now, from what I heard, there were there were dog just farms. They just raise them just for eating. Mm. But a couple of years ago, I remember reading articles. It was getting so bad. Pets were being stolen to take take taken to uh, a- dog festivals. Like there's a festival in southwestern region of China every year. They will eat dogs, and they will have like hundreds, just and to eat thousands, just of to dogs, eat. just a whole festival. Just, that would be yes. like here, just having like a just cattle festival and just just killing cows to eat and then yes. celebrating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <laughs> then they were transporting the dogs. Wow. Just on open roads. Mm. <laughs> I mean, they were they will steal husky, gold, golden care. retrievers, labs, and they'll. If you can't <laughs> buy them, you, you steal them. That's so messed up. Mm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're, listen, She's you're more dead than alive. We gotta we gotta get rid of it. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit, that's that's cold, man. Mm. That is cold hearted. Mm. Mm. Wow, but yeah, I think they've been. They've been now, tampering that down lately. These, of course, you know, during COVID times, uh, there's been a lot of talk about wet markets. Now, you went to China two years mm-hmm. ago. Uh, was your most recent trip, right? What did you experience this at all? Yep. Was there any? Did you see? Like, what? What do you? What's your take on a, on a wet market? Is it gross? So, okay. Um, I've def- I've been to wet markets. I was little. Um, this uh, two years ago, I went back. There's okay. Now, granted, I was in Beijing. Infrastructure is okay. better, so not a whole lot of wet markets. Wet markets really out of necessity. You can't keep, especially in somewhere warm. You can't keep already mm-hmm. slaughtered meat there without it going bad. Uh, when I was little, I would go like we'll go to markets. Typically, chicken and fish are slaughtered on the spot. Okay. But like bigger animals, they will come in. Right. 
that will and come hope, in and uh, hopes to sell it that slaughter. day, right? Like to hold, to sell the whole cow that day or or whatever. Yes. And uh, mm-hmm. you ever been? Is it, Wuhan obviously is the one that uh, you know where the they they supposedly Corona started. Um, I mean, right. With your experience with that, is that bats? I mean, or, or did do do Chinese people eat bats? I've never heard of this till till COVID, but. I mean, the stere- <laughs> the stereotype is we eat everything. Um, mm. You never had bats. I'm not had it. Mm. Like, I never had bats. I, I didn't. Mm. I, I didn't venture into the exotic meats. Mm. Uh, I know, like in the late '90s, before I left, there were uh, in the South they were actually breaking Whoa. into zoos to steal monkeys. What? Yeah, R- remember Indiana monkey brain? Jones when he was in India? Yeah, that, that one scene. Brain? Yeah. Like, I, supposedly they were doing that. And oh, wow. uh, it's, it's exotic meat. You pay more, and it's just like, okay, I have, I have money. I have influence. It's a status money. thing. Just make the host feel good. But, I think, yes, <clears throat> I'm not had any of those stuff. Yeah. I think my, my dad was telling me when I was younger, uh, he was in the Navy. When he was overseas, he saw people eat monkeys. But they, the way they did it was uh, to bring the monkey in alive. And he's in this table, and he kind of like put this brace over Aww. his neck, mm-hmm. and his head is the only thing in the table, and he's yep. alive. And they hit him with a hammer to kill him right then and there. And they were saying the, the I guess the adrenaline makes the oh the, the meat taste. That's different. horrific. Like that. oh, that's that's then horrific. They eat the, uh, then eat the monkey. Oh. They eat the monkey. Oh, I can't even do that. <laughs> that's yeah, checked out, dude. Wow. And I don't, I don't know where you said he did. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it was China or wherever. I, don't, oh. I can't remember where he said it was. Right, that, but it's somewhere south, south. northern yeah. China doesn't have a whole lot of monkeys. It was wild. Well, I don't know if it was in Asia or if it was in. Hmm. Well, I'm about to say India. Um, that sounds stupid, but yeah. Yeah, going back to the status thing though, so. like, it, you know, China drives a lot of illegal trade for like exotic meats and animals and you know rhino horns and mm-hmm. elephant and you know all that ivory trade and all that yep. is that, that yeah tiger dicks you know it gives you virility so they'll just kill a tiger and take its dick you know like weird shit um wait is that the, is that the same thing is that is that status is that thing. or is it, do they actually believe is there some history there or tradition of medicine that like actually drives that or is it a status i think a lot of it is status I mean, especially now that there's so much money there. Right. I can just buy anything I want. And eh, Chinese culture historically has been about status. If you have the status, you flaunt it in any way which way possible. Um, wow. Never thought of Isn't that. Isn't that why China, I mean, what, what's the general view of, of Chinese uh of Americans and, and, and politics and, and, and races here, whites, blacks, do they have their own stereotypes that they portray on, on Americans? Like, what, what, and what, what would that be? Well, so keep in mind, all Chinese Natural. news outlets are government controlled. Hmm. So when I was going, when I was back there two years ago, my grandmother hated Trump because the narrative was Trump's picking on China. Mm. Is 
it's interesting because China Chinese media always mm-hmm. makes China seem like they're the victim, and then they can broadcast it to every everyone in the country. And because you have no other victim information right. flow, that's that's what that's what everyone believes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're, they're peddling victimhood. Well, the other thing is because they've been oppressed since eighteen hundreds. Mm-hmm. Um, China's Actually, been taken no. apart. Um, yeah. you're, not, you're not oppressed right now. That's okay. I bet you. <laughs> so there was always the Chinese to Go get back on yourself. the world stage. So any way they can control the communication, they'll do it. And it was uh, it yeah, was that he's a bully. Trump. He's picking on China. Doesn't that put China in a weak right. light though? And aren't they more about projecting strength all the time? Like. So that's kind of counterintuitive. Yes. So, so actually, so that's one piece of it. If you're saying there's the outside force oppressing China, so China needs to become stronger, needs to project the power, they get Hmm. the buy-in from the citizens. And that, and that's where the power comes from. They're saying that basically they're, they're, they're letting you believe that the power lies with the people. And obviously that's a shell game that that's not where the power lies at all in a communist country, but pretty much and and if you don't if you don't if you're not strong you will be picked on right which has been true for the past 200 years and it's always the great great evil american imperialism or capitalism that's oppressing the rest of the world that means a communist communist regime um is there a differentiation between like do they get involved with like racial struggles here or uh, like the identity politics at all? Is there any? Is there any views on that? Like between white and black people, do they have any, yeah, any, any kind of a opinion on that, or is it strictly just you know a bigger bigger picture stuff? I don't. I don't know, but if you're what? God help you if you're weaker. If you're weaker. If you're weaker. No, if you're weak, the oh. weaker group in in Western China. That's you know. I thought he said Uyghur at first. Like, so what is that? What's what's Uyghur? I didn't. I don't know that. So that's a. So China is made up of fifty six different ethnicities, and um, okay. So that's the Muslim population out there. Now, late nineties. I've when I was still living in China, there were, I mean, articles, news articles that say you know, Uyghur group. I mean, there's always a tension between ethnic Han and the local ethnic group. Um, there was one reporting, uh, there's one article, it's like two or three Uyghurs went into a train station and like 30 Ooh. minutes, they killed about like 70 people or damaged, like killed 30, like wounded like 40 some. Now, train station China, super packed. And it, I mean, that's just with knives. Uh, they took it out on the ethnic Han. I mean, that's been going on since China was really right. first formed as so a that's their version of so domestic that's, terrorism. That's not going to change. That would be, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Um, do you ever get, like, what do you, what, when you kind of uh, outside looking in between like what's going on here, does it, does it seem ridiculous? Like the, the, the left and the right and black and white and all that shit, like compared to what's going on in China, does it, it, it seems, you know, excessive, right? Or no? It's, it's, well, China will never have that problem because 
even though they're different ethnic groups, it's still homogenous. We right. still all look yellow, lighter shade of yellow, darker shade of yellow. Right. But and there's one party, so you will never have that divide. So that's one thing they will never experience and they will never understand. And Chinese are also mm. taught to respect authority. Well, if you don't, you get killed. Essentially. So yeah. like even once. Uh, sort of. So, you know, when Smooth told suggested yeah. to the person to take off the watch, they will comply because you're in a fi- figure of authority. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I will respect the authority. I'll do, I'll do what's required. Uh, I mean, you have a, occasional rebels uh, every now and then. It's not, right. But it's, overall, it's not that many. Um, so, yeah, U.S. is just a very interesting country. It was found on... Right. Which is not which is not what Chinese tradition is based on um, generally. Interesting. Right. I mean, they talk about rebelling against um, imperialism, but they don't really. Right. They they teach you to respect um, the party. You did mention yellow. Okay. This is a question that's been on my mind for a while. Yes. So. With all of the 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 racial talk that's that's occurring now in America, it, it's always you know white, black, and brown, right? Those are the that's what you hear, you know. When when they're when the discussion's happening, it's white, black, brown. Mm-hmm. Um, very rarely, and I don't, I, I say that just to cover my own ass here. I don't think I've ever personally heard it: white, black, brown, yellow. Okay, so for some reason, the Asian minority in america seems to just go completely unrepresented in these in these discussions like a hundred percent is that am i am i right about that and and what how do you how does that make you feel as as a as an asian american are you glad about that are you happy that you're kind of going under the radar or would you want to be more included in in those discussions so i say yellow to for just for fun no malice just is it offensive just Say it because I can. It gets everyone else puckered. Right. Not to me. Right. Then again, to offend me is a little hard. Right. Um, we really don't make too much noise. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I don't think it's. I don't think they go under the radar as uh, unnoticed. I just think that, and this is going to sound harsh, but I was just that white America hasn't found a negative. Uh, a negative, well, that's not true. You know, that's situation not true. to stick. Yeah, away. I mean, they built the railroad. No, they, they did. Basically, no, they have the railroad, dude. The, the, no, I mean, I get that, but what I'm saying is, like, if you look at black people, like we've had a hard time for a while, and like you got like the the race, the race relations with police and what's been going on over the last sixty, yeah. seventy years, all that stuff like that, the community stuff like that. Yeah, and then you all, if you look at the brown people now, you got like. 9-11 so now every time they look at somebody that's brown even they could be indian and not even you know from the middle east and they'll get lumped in with that i think once and i'm not saying that we'll have it but if someone or a group of asian people do something in america and it's on broadcast on a big stage in a negative way then they're going to start to feel that backlash too like everybody else i mean even when COVID first hit like i would joke around it's like yeah you know Try to walk around in, in Philadelphia as a, as an Asian and suffer <laughs> from true. allergies. That's true. People look at you. That's true. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just, I think you're right. 
And we're just really taught, you know, if somebody picks on you, you, you get back at them in a constructive way. Uh, like, all right, if you want to make fun of me, I'm just going to make sure, like, right. I study harder, that's, that's, I end up with better job. Right. <laughs> I won't I'm just going to use your you. system against you. <laughs> the Asians Asian yeah. play the long game, at least, at least the Chinese do. Mm-hmm. So, like, well, I, we don't need so the short term win. I want the long term win. Right. That's interesting. Um, nice. That's funny. Yeah, so, so, that, nah, so that. that's true then. I mean, it's not just me in my own head. I, you, you fly below the radar in those discussions. I don't, I don't see that, right? I mean, yeah. And personally, I just, Right. Why consider yourself a victim yeah. all the time? I mean, it's probably more productive to not mm. consider yourself a victim. Yeah. And there's, <laughs> there's so much. There's always stuff to do. Right. I just, I just don't have time to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, you know me. I, I'm out running. And if you're not doing that, you're cooking bread. 20, 40 miles a week. Yeah. Pretty no, much. No. No. <laughs> no. 20, 40 miles. I, no. I did 11 miles yesterday. Yeah, he's into it, dude. No. No. He's way into it. That's right. You, I gotta cars. burn off all the bread. Chips. What do you what do you weigh? What do you weigh? What like 130? Oh, I wish, man. 153. 153. Nah. What are you burning off? You need nothing to burn off. I need to burn off the bread that I eat. I'm 165. Slim, how much are you? It's mostly my legs, though. Wow. I got a I got a big booty and big thighs. Yeah. Yeah, I do. No, you do not. What Big the what are you talking about? Dude, I've seen your pants. They're straight, well, straight legs. I don't so got all the way up to the waist. I don't, waist. Mean, I don't got it. smooth booty. No but curve for for a white dude. We're not having this conversation. I'm just saying. You're just, <laughs> no, you're you're, you're you're broomstick, bro. Next, let it go. Next, Ed, I'm let it go. I'm fat, but dude, he, he's like he's like two percent, two percent body fat. This kid. Oh, I don't know about that. Wow, you're that skinnier true? than me. You're you're skinnier than me. You're just you're just very <laughs> densely packed. I was waiting for it. I was waiting That's for it. That's what she said. All right, two two more things. And we got to wrap it up because we're we're hitting our we might be hitting our limit here. Uh, All right. Are you a bad driver? <laughs> Depends on who you ask. I don't drive like little so old just, Asian you, ladies. No turn like signal. Tokyo. Good luck, everybody else. <laughs> I'm aggressive. It just. So okay. I learned I learned to drive in Jersey. So you're I an drove asshole. In North Jersey. That's what you're an asshole. Jersey's driver, got terrible drivers. I just want to say. <laughs> I'll get from point A to point B. <laughs> I'll, I'll, if, if you need to okay. get from point A to point B, I'm the guy you want to call. And and but you might want to keep the bar back on. You. What you're saying. Yeah. Good luck, everybody else. That's 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 your mentality. Yes. When I oh, well, not good at okay. good luck, everybody else. I drive very defensively. When I lived in Vegas, I was working there for, for a while. A buddy of mine, he spent 30 years uh, in the Navy. Uh, nice. Multiple years on, on the ships. And he goes, we, we were driving back from lunch one day. He sat right behind me. I'm driving. And I'm, I'm just driving the way I drive. And all of a sudden, he goes, Ed, you got to go easy there, man. You're getting, <laughs> giving me, getting me seasick. You, you, oh, no. 30 years in the Navy. So the stereotype is true. I, I'm gonna, we're gonna call this one. This is this is true. <laughs> so, so listen, we've we've, we've I don't drive confirmed a couple of stereotypes. Actually, we've confirmed dogs. 
That's a, that's a real thing. Uh, uh-huh. if we're going to if you're going to be a spokesperson for, for the Chinese culture today, uh, it, Asians are bad drivers. You know, we're going to, maybe not bad, but, but at least. They, they also got oh, one negative dude, I forgot about that. Got like the smallest dicks on the planet. Why do you so. got to bring that up? See, Smooth, why do you got to bring but that up? I feel bad. Like when you date chicks today. Because I, cause I want to, when you, when you date chicks, do they kiss <laughs> you with that? You got to be like, nah, bitch, this is me. Like, like. See, well, see, here's the, here's the. We got, we got to get, we got to, we got to do it. Bring it up. We're going to we'll go down that rabbit hole. So because I've heard all the dick joke there is and yeah. all the stereotype. I'm at a whatever, and I had a female friends that dated both black guys and white guys, mm-hmm. and they're always <laughs> worried about dick size. To the point, they're like, Dude, how do you sex just, no, just anxiety so riddle. And I'm like, I've heard all this. I've heard all the stereotypes. I'm just gonna, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna tell you, I'm Asian. So you go with the approach and just set the expectation low and there's nowhere to go but up from there. I'll just I will set her I'll set her right there. You take it whichever way you want. Listen, by the time they find out, it's pretty much too late anyway. So might as well get this over with and just keep going. Like you're good to go. And have you you've seen those giant mag lights, Mm -hmm. right? That take like four D cells. Have you Mm -hmm. seen those the updated LEDs that are a single D cell? (laughs) <laughs> Come on, I got better output. Go. <laughs> Glass half full. I love it. That's the only way to go. <laughs> right. It, more efficient is what you're saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. There you go. So that's, I like that's, it. That's, I like okay. That's another more stereotype. Efficient. Did we confirm any other ones? Any other classic ones? I don't think so. Those are, those are the three big ones, I guess. Driving dogs oh, math. We, and dick. Not, you said you don't math. like it, but you're good at it. I don't like. You're good I don't like it. math. I can, I can do it. I, I can do it. No, I you can won't do say it. You're good I don't like it. But you, but you, oh, but you're a chemistry. Let me ask you. you were a biochemistry major, right? Chemical engineer. I mean, I was chemical engineer. That fulfills that. So I, I, I did, I did all the math. I can do it, mm. but I won't say I'm good. Well, I, there's always somebody better. Do you do you have any uh, do you have any Asian friends neighbors. that own any businesses? <laughs> yeah, because I'm gonna say because in black neighborhoods, like when you get into like the Chinese stores, like sometimes you get like that tension when you're in there. Like they kind of don't really want you in there. They want you to just spend your money and get the fuck out. Like spend your money and get the fuck out. You know, like I don't know. No, I don't. Now I don't have that many Asian friends, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I don't know. I would like to find out why we gotta we gotta do like a. There are so many Asian-owned businesses in Black communities. I would like to know that. No, but, I know, but there's, but there's, a, there's lot a lot of Asian-owned businesses, businesses in, in black communities. Just not they because you know there's a lot of money in Black communities. Well, black people throw their fucking money away. The other thing, you guys really aren't gonna hate the Asians, especially like say restaurants. No, we don't. So we don't hate the Asians. I'm going So I have a good friend of mine from college. He's Jewish. Mm-hmm. So. One day, he goes, you know why we Jews love each Chinese people? I go, why? He goes, well, more restaurants. Because you don't Kosher. cook with dairy, and you're open on Christmas. There it is. <laughs> yeah. They can't have dairy and meat at the same, in the same, at the same time. We That's don't, true. That Asians is true. don't you, eat that much dairy. There isn't any uh, nice. recipes that I'm thinking of or, or food that has dairy in it. Huh. Mm-mm. Mm. Is that true? Is that is, that, a, is that like a, a DNA thing? I like is it, it, I, 
in the blood? At least for me. Like a full <laughs> glass of whole milk, that will wreck my stomach. Um, Yo, was, all right, I'm going to oh, end God, it in this. Ugly. Uh, nice. What's your thought on aliens? What do you got? Or, or, or it, have there any? Right. Have there been is any Asian people who have Asia, alien sightings? Uh, or in China? I'm convinced only general? white people get abducted by aliens, and I'm, I'm pretty I, much. I don't know. I now I was little when I lived there, so there's not a whole lot of alien abductions, but definitely mm-hmm. UFOs. I believe in that. And uh, is it uh, frowned upon in in China to talk about that? Like, does the Communist Party not like? Uh, aliens, like I mean, the government wants to tamp it down here. Is the communist regime in China similar? Wait, we talking alien from outer little green Martians, or t- talking aliens from a different country? No, he's talking about little green Martians. Little little green Martians. Yep. I don't I don't know. I never talked to anybody about aliens in China. You, yeah, UFOs and, and space creatures Mm-mm. essentially. No, no, really. So it's not no. even discussed over there. Not not that you know of, anyhow. Not that I know. Can you can you do me a favor? Can you? Yeah. Next time you're talking to your old man. Can you bring that up? I'm fascinated with aliens. You know this. Uh-huh. See what he what he thinks about that, and if that is something that is is uh, discussed over there, and when. Okay. And, and I'm curious to see, you know, if there's similarities between stories and sightings and so forth. Could you- and I'm pretty sure I will bet money. Please record this. When you're like, <laughs> Dad, um, do you believe in aliens, or have you ever seen aliens, or any of our family members or friends ever seen aliens? He's gonna look you right in your eyes. He's gonna say, Ed. That's white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I bid you adieu. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, Ed, dude, this was awesome. Um, Great chatting with you guys. We still didn't get to. Pleasure, we, we didn't get to everything I wanted to talk about. So, you know, keep a list of going going that you want to discuss, or if you think of something, hey, you know, my audience needs to hear about this. We'll do. We're, sure. we're gonna have you. We're gonna have you back on, bro. Cool. All right. Sounds like Appreciate a plan. It. All, All right. right. Man. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Smooth. Yeah. I'll catch you later. Right on. All right, man. All right. Take it All easy. Right, everybody. See ya. Hey everybody, this is your boy Smooth, and for myself and Slim, we want to say thank you for listening to our podcast, Ask a Black Eye, the one and only. Your support is greatly appreciated, so if you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, make sure you guys subscribe, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts especially, make sure you subscribe and leave a review. You gotta love us, give us five stars or whatever you want to do, act like we're your Uber for your ears, alright? Another thing, go to our website if you want to be a guest or you want to be a sponsor of the podcast, www.askablackout.com. Leave a comment in our comment box, or you can email us at podcast at askablackout. We're looking forward to hearing you so we can keep bringing you great content. 